Hi, everybody. This is Donna Fox. You are hearing me live on July 24th, 2016. Uh, sorry for a little bit of a delay there. I had some computer issues. Uh, but we are here in Ohio. Week after the convention, we're not going to talk about politics. I'm done with politics right now. But I did want to say that I am grateful for you to be listening. Uh, and we have um, many things to talk about tonight. Uh, and But most of all, I want to talk about what you want to talk about. So what that means is I want you to call in and talk or call in and ask questions, actually. Uh, if you've never listened to uh, Akashic Wisdom before, uh, my name is Donna Fox, and I am an Akashic Records certified teacher and consultant. I've been doing this for well over 20 years, and uh, I am a founding man- member of Akashic Records Consultants International, LLC. Uh, and our website, you can choose if you would like to go, is Learn Akashic Records. Uh, my, I think my computer's still down. Uh, but if you would like to call in and uh, and talk to me, it's very simple. We're on station one, uh, and this, the toll-free number is eight 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 six two seven six zero zero eight. Now, you can typically email me questions, and I haven't been able to get onto this. I don't know why we're having problems, but there's... Well, actually, I do. Um, I opened the records before I I got on the show tonight, as I always do. And so the records are open. So anyone that literally comes before me by with a telephone call tonight uh, who has a question, uh, I will be able to answer the question from the records. Now, for those people first listening, they probably say, well, how do you do that? Well, the way I've been taught and the way I teach is we access a specific sacred prayer that is a, that when said, it is a vibrational key that shifts the energy to make the information accessible. Now, your question will get us to the right area of the, of the records. Like the records, if you want to think about what the Akashic records are, they're like the the um, a divine Google, if you will. It's about everything on this planet is fre- uh, frequency and vibration. So whether you what you think, what you do, what you say, all contain fre- frequency and vibration. And all that information is collected in, in an area uh, of energy, if you will, called the Akashic records. And so when you ask your questions, you, uh, your vibration and frequency of the question goes to the match of the vibration and frequency of the, the answer, if you will, or the information in, in the Akashic Records. So, um, so today, uh, if you can log in, if you're listening to me, uh, you're obviously on the website, uh, I'm on every other Sunday, and uh, we talk about all sorts of things. So, for example, if you're having problems in a relationship, it's not about futures, it's about here and now. Why did you pick this person? And this is not necessarily a relationship with um, only a, a loved one. 
It can be a relationship with a mom or a dad or a sister or a brother or a friend or a coworker or a boss or a child or a parent. It doesn't make any difference who the relationship is. Your question about uh, getting some clarity about how to heal yourself in the relationship is what's going to come forward. We can't open anybody else's records without their permission. That's a given. That's something that we can't do. And so what you want to know and what you want to understand is how it pertains and relates to you. And so that's what your question is. It's like, so what was the, what was the, my soul's intention of choosing Bob Jones as my... Um, is my dad, or what was my soul's intention of of uh, choosing to have Gracie Smith as my sister, or for that matter, how can I best support my son or daughter? And you name their names, okay? That that's what this is all about. So um, the whole idea here is you asking the question that's going to get you the right answer. And you can ask that question by giving me a call at 888-627-6008. Now, this is not a psychic prediction. Okay, This is not about what's telling you what's going to happen tomorrow because what happens tomorrow base, bases itself on your uh, choices in the here and now. So understanding what the core issues are about why you why you did what you did, what you what you do what you do, or why you've chosen what you've chosen, okay, can give you great insight and help you make those those decisions that will then create your future. We have a lot more control than we realize. Uh, we have the power to not only envision, but the power to move forward and take the actions needed to change our future by changing our now. Now, nowhere am I saying that's easy, because that is not easy. Okay, uh, in, in many cases, it's probably one of the toughest things you'll ever want to do. Okay, is 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 that? So the idea here is for you to uh, to. Uh, Decide what question would you like answered tonight. And see, that's what a whole consultation's about. When we do a consultation, you, I open up your personal records, and then you have an hour to ask all the questions that you want. Um, and many times you don't need to ask that many because they roll into another and another and another. It's like I've had consultations where people have asked one question, and by the time the hour was done, all their questions had an been answered because they were all connected. So if you would like to call in and ask a question, you're going to dial 888-627-6008. Or you can, my computer's up now, you can email me a question at info, I-N-F as in Frank O, at Akashic Wisdom, same name as the show, AkashicWisdom.com. So, I'm looking forward to answering your questions and helping you get clarity in your life. And whether you're going to email the question or you're going to just um, 
call me, which I love it when you call because the vibration of your voice really helps. Uh, if you're emailing me, uh, nobody sees your name. No, I will not repeat your name. But if you can enter your current legal name, it makes it even easier and I can go deeper. See, that in a consultation, that's what I do. I, I All I need is your current legal name. And not your birth name, your current legal name. And that's where the quote-unquote updated fi- files are. Uh, and... Uh, they're all there. It's all there. So if you can give me that when you when you email me, I will never mention it, but I will. Uh, it'll be helpful. And when you call in, you don't have to give your full name. You do not have to give your last name. You can just give me your first name. It helps if you tell me where you're, where what part of the world you're in, um, or what state you're in. But that's that's that. Okay. So this has been a crazy week, um, but not necessarily because of the things that have been happening around the world and and in our country, although that's really something to look at. And what what it is, it's the energy. And and the energy of what, what I'm hearing is it's the electrical energy that is causing the electrical response within humans. So what does that mean? That means that we are, we have all running through our bodies, which I'm sure some of you know, electrical, it's electrical um, connections. And um, well, I don't know how to explain it because all I'm being shown is a picture. But all the circuits in our body have are fire on different areas, as we know, and and to make us move and think and be and feel. But the electrical energies that are present in, in, in the atmospheric energies now are connecting and, and creating um, challenges to those people who know how to handle stress and trauma and drama and um and it's as if the energies that are around us have been called forth to in um interesting to enlist our help and to enlist our knowing of what is right and true. What is peace and love? And sometimes the way we as a collective humanity, as a collective species, have chosen and agreed to, in other words, like if, in fact, you're on this planet at this point in time, you're alive, which would be hard for you to listen to this if you weren't, um, physically alive on the planet. Yes, that's right. Spirit can listen to this. That's right. But Spirit is driving this conversation right now. Um, The agreement has been to experience the various... They're using the word catastrophic energies. Um, And the reason they're using that, they're telling me, and again, when I do a, a consultation, 
which is this is like a consultation for the audience of those of you who are listening. So this message that's coming forth through the Akashic Records is specifically for you listening, whether you're going to listen live tonight or you're, or somebody who has decided to lis- listen via the archives. But the reason that this has all been chosen is because those people who are experiencing life on this on planet Earth have chosen this um what they're they're talking about they're saying the experience of darkness and this experience of dark energy that that although it it feels catastrophic to us and it could be defined as catastrophic it is not it is not so huge that we as light beings cannot turn it around and that therein lies our challenge, our lesson, and what we've um, asked to experience that we can do. Now, the reason this is coming forth is because we have asked to be notified kind of like a clue, if you will. It's like, okay, this is happening. Time to engage in in what your gut tells you. So it's really about listening to your gut and noticing where the fear is within your body when certain things happen within the world to you or, or within our country. When certain things happen that, that you cause fear to be within you, then you have a choice in how to handle that fear. Now, there's many times people can run away from the fear. There's many times that people will stand and fight the fear. Other times people will uh, observe the fear and do nothing. Other times the people will observe the fear and be passive about it and feel helpless. There's very there's a lot of different ways for for us to experience and then deal with fear. How committed you are to um neutralizing the fear around you personally and neutralizing the fear from an energetic point of view, has everything to do with the way you're going to combat it. And the way you, if you want to truly neutralize the fear that's around you, you have to not fight it, because fighting can be aggressive. And it's not passive. It's about literally filling yourself with light from a place of love. Judgment and fear cannot abide where love lives. Please remember that. Judgment and fear cannot abide where love and light lives. Light equals love, okay? And when you fill yourself with light and love, and when you when you when you allow yourself to 
be adamant about something without being angry. It's about standing steadfast in who you are, what you believe, and what your vision is. And so for those people listening that would like more clarity on that, especially in their own personal life and how it relates to you, I would encourage you to please write in to or, not, or email me, okay, at info at akashicwisdom.com. That's I-N-F as in Frank O at akashicwisdom.com. Write your question or call me. 888-627-6008. That's the call-in line. You'll talk to my producer, who will then put you through once he, you know, to, to my call. We'll be all set, and I'll answer your question. So these are times where when we're talking about feeling light and love, it can be hard for people because they are filled with such fear and anger. There is a huge feeling of anger out there. And the anger is uncomfortable. The anger actually goes along with the fear. It's it's like, which comes first? Fear comes first. The fear that nothing will change. The fear that, that you're helpless. And then you get angry about being helpless. And you're not helpless. You you have a the ability to shift your energy. And just like the the dark energy magnifies with the more people that feel it, the light energy magnifies by the more people who feel it like holding that candle. It's about being peace, thinking peace, holding peace. I know that we probably talked about this a little bit a couple weeks ago, but the reality is that it's never too late to start feeling peace. It's never too late to start being peace. Because there'll always be somebody standing and being peace that will match that you can match up with. It's about honoring who you are, and it's about honoring other people as well. The reality is you're not going to make somebody else believe what you believe. if they're not ready to see the difference or if they don't think it's right for them. Our job is to only be clear about what's right for us because then what that does, it gives people permission to be hopeful. Carol on line two. And we have a caller. Hello, Carol. My name is Donna. Thank you for calling. Oh, hello, Donna. How can we help I'm you very, tonight? I'm good. Yep. I'm good. Where are you me? calling from? What state? Kansas. Texas. Okay. 
All right. Okay. Grace, to Texas. Wonderful. How can have you called before? No, I have not, and I'm from Kansas. Oh, Kansas. Great state of Kansas. Yes. <laughs> Our country is great, so every every state is great, right? <laughs> okay. Is this your first time listening? Yeah, uh, well, I think I caught you the last time you were on. Okay, great. Okay, Carol, what's your question? Uh, I have uh, a lot of issues with my connective tissue. Okay. So I'm just wondering if you can uh, give me some uh, advice or pointers or whatever you want to call it. So I do. Seems like I experience a lot of fear. The the you, the the issues are pretty serious. Pretty you, you, So let me just understand. Your your issues of connectivity are physical, and you're also feeling a lot of fear. Is that right? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. So what part? What do you mean? Are you all? There was like. You always feel the connected, connective tissues. Yes, yes. That's very a, that, that, so. That's physical pain, correct? Yes. And sometimes, but that's all the time. But only sometimes you experience fear. Uh, yes, I believe that's true. I just wanted to clarify. So what we're working on today, or what you want to understand, is the connective tissues and the pain you're experiencing. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So, so has this been diagnosed as as fibromyalgia or anything like that? Uh, fibromyalgia and problems with the fascia. The fascia fa- is hardened. And the fascia, did you say? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, so your 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 question is, and I'm just trying to clarify so we understand where the, where we're going with this. Is what's the core issue that's created it, and how do how do you how do you ease it? Is that right? Correct. That would be wonderful. Okay. All right. Okay. So, and what I'm hearing is is you've had this for quite a while. Yes. And what I'm also hearing is like basically since you were a teenager. Uh, yes, maybe even before that. Right. Uh, it it but when before that it was. It was not necessarily not, what it, no. I don't have to say diagnosed, but it was not as severe. It's almost like Correct. they. they uh, I mean, what I'm hearing is at the time when the pain happened, your family kind of blew it off as growing pains. Well, uh, there wasn't really any uh, consensus from my family at all. They they had no idea, you know. I don't, I don't even know if they believed me, or I don't even know if they realized I was in the pain I was in. Right, and there was like, but they dismissed it. Is what what I'm hearing. Correct. Yeah, and there was like, it was just a kid complaining, and it's not really anything to look at. Well, I didn't really complain that much, actually, <laughs> that I remember. Why? Oh, that's interesting. Why didn't you? Uh, because I didn't think that I would. They would do anything about it, I guess. You know, I mean, we we were a large family. We were very very poor. We never went to the doctor unless we were like dying, you know. So I just kind of just kind of toughened up and took everything that come along without acknowledging it to them or probably even to myself. I don't know. So the reality is, is you really felt hopeless at a young age. Yes. I don't so, even know if I was. 
aware enough to feel hopeless. Say again. <laughs> I don't even know if I was aware enough to even feel hopeless. Huh. You know, I just kind of thought that that was the way it was. You know, that's that's just how it was, and I just kind of, you know, sucked it up. Right. Just kind of, you just sucked it up. You just kind of took it. Yeah. Exactly. And so, as you got older, what I'm also, but but what I'm hearing is is this, that the the underlying issue of the of of this pain that you didn't understand why there was a part of you that somehow felt either yeah let me get it right wait a minute what i'm hearing is guilty and unworthy of having it fixed cuz you didn't know how to get it fixed correct and so the so so that guilty and feeling um, unworthy actually trans it, it started translated into 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 um, anger. And so there so there's been well, we're working on a core issue right now just to help you you know to um, you may already know this so if you already know this say I already know, I already know that Donna um, but the core issue is what's fueled your feelings right now of being angry, of being um, of not feeling um, hopeful or even helped. Right. And I'm hearing the doctors didn't do much for you either. No. Uh, are you on medication for for this fibromyalgia? No. Is that your choice? Yes. Because? Well, if, I, if any pain pills they ever gave me didn't seem to even phase anything, you know, didn't phase the pain at all. So I thought, well, you know, why take them? Well, sure, sure, absolutely. Um, when's the last time you saw a doctor? Oh, it's been probably over a couple of years. I mean, uh-huh. when I was seeing doctors, you know, they would just, uh, uh, well, first my doctor said he didn't even know how to help me, and then they would, you know, it's a small town, so you would have to, they'd send specialists out from Wichita, and then the doctors from Wichita would come out, and then they'd want you to go into Wichita so they could, you know, help you there, but I just didn't want to do it because because of the pain, I guess, and I didn't really believe they could help me. No, but you know they run you through X-ray machines and and all that kind of stuff and want to shoot you up with cortisone and you know their usual way they treat you. Right. Well, the reason the the reason here's what I'm hearing that that getting giving you pain meds or that Lyrica or whatever that stuff is that they give you. Um, York, I'm uh, sorry. They gave me Oxycontin, uh, Gamma-Petin, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but that's all narcotics. They, they're, 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 it's really a, what, what, I, what's, what I'm hearing is, is that there is a, there's a natural way. Do you have any naturopaths around you? Uh, no, not in the immediate area. I am uh, dealing with life extension and taken a few things that they have recommended. Okay. All right. But but now, 
Is there any way that you can look up a naturopath that's not too far from you? I do not have a computer. Oh, how so, did you find me? Uh, well, I've always listened to BBS, BBS radio, BBC radio. I've been but listening BBS, to BBS, yeah, and it's what by your with your phone, you mean? Yes. I mean I'm your on the phone. your cell phone. No, it's just a landline, basically. So, I guess. Oh, is what oh you I call see. It. So you just you call into the, the the number and listen to the shows that are on it at that time. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, but you have a library around you, don't you? Uh, yeah, in uh, Kingdom there's a library. Okay, how, how far is that from you? Uh, it's at least uh, 45 minutes, or maybe not quite 45 minutes. Okay, so so is it possible, I know it's painful, but is it possible for you to get to that library? Because they have computers, and they could have somebody to show you how to look something up. Yeah, but I'm not even comfortable being on a computer. My shoulders, it's very painful for me to even use my shoulders or my fingers or my hands or my arms. Okay. All right. Is there is there someone that you know that could help you look stuff up? Possibly, yes. Okay. And so the, so the reason why, you know, that because if somebody can look it up for you, um, they could look up a naturopath. And the reason why that's important is because in your particular case, it's gonna. What's gonna happen is it's. You, you have to ease the pain, and you have to have to start for doing a major work in forgiveness. So it's either, it's it, so it's a combination kind of a therapy. Um, it's about helping your physical body, and it's also about helping your emotional body. Right. But see, yeah. I got an issue is I don't have any money. Well, I, I I'm with you on that. I that I heard that a long time ago. That that's one of the reasons you're where you're at right now. That's see, that's one of the things that makes you angry. Is the fact yeah. that you want to get better and you don't have the money to fix you, right? Correct. Got it. And so so the idea here is is that what needs to happen is it's really about finding um, a doctor that will help you, and that will do it. Now, do you have any kind of health care whatsoever? Uh, Medicare. Okay, so it it would be so. What would you may want to try and do is find out what doctors around you that would refer you to a naturopath. That that might be a challenge. Exactly. It would yeah. Be. Yeah. Uh, well, and the the other piece is is that if Medicare will ha- will take care of it, there is also. Um, I mean, are you, do you have any income at all? Just my Social Security check, which is four seventy-five a month. And I, I, I am married. I do have a husband. We live in separate houses, and he's uh, struggling to pay the bills. Also, yeah. I mean, you know, like sometimes we worry about even pay the, paying the electric bill. Sure, I got that. And is he working or or not? Yes, he is working, but it's uh, you know it's really hot here, and he does carpentry work, and it's hard for him to get out in this heat and do the work he's he's doing right now. He's doing it, but it's really hard on him. Sure, sure, I understand. And there, and and he wouldn't want to look for another job because it probably doesn't pay as well, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know he'd have to travel too, so. Yeah. 
I'm sorry? I can't take care of myself enough to have him gone all the time. Okay. All right. Um, does he also do handiwork for other people around the house? Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah. And there was like but the he, reason I say that is because carpentry, if he does hand like handyman work, that doesn't always have to be outside. Right, but it just so happens that this job, you know, is some of it outside, some of it is, is inside. Okay. All right. So the recommendation that we're that we're coming up up against here is is that it's about if you can't find the medication to help you then you're going then you personally are going to have to work on your emotional self to to work on um to work on freeing your body of your anger and your helplessness and 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 please understand that's coming from a place of deep love it's really, and, I, and they're also acknowledging that it's very hard because every time you move, it hurts. And every yes. time you move and it hurts, you get more and more angry. Does that make sense to you? Yes, very, very definitely. Okay. And so, and so the, the, the challenge here that, that we have is, is about moving into a piece of gratefulness or gratitude even when you're having a hard time of feeling grateful about something. Do you have yeah, any children? I am... Pardon? I, I'm sorry. I, I said something. When you, you say what you wanted to say first. Go ahead. Okay. I am working on that, or I feel like I'm working on that. I don't know That's if I'm good. making any headway, but I am uh, attempting to, to, with the gratitude and getting into the heart. Right. Know. Exactly. Do you have any kids? Uh, no, but... Well, I, I don't want to say that over the air. No, I don't have any kids. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so, so the but do you have an animal that you love? Uh, the animal I was taking care of just passed, just died. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, Thank you. Um, uh, and I do have cats, but they're not. None of them are tame. You know, I mean, they're, they're not in the house. They're feral, right? They're oh, outside yeah. cats. Yeah. Yeah. The reason that those questions came forward is because, Carol, it's really going to be important that you find things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. And and the reason that's so so, um, to give me a little background, as far as I'm concerned, is is I have no cartilage in my knees, so I'm in the process of of working through my own um, understanding as well as my own gratefulness. Uh, uh-huh. Clearly, I don't have the pain that you do, but, but I, it's very hard for me to walk, okay? Yeah. And, and so, um, and, but what I will tell you, on, on my best days, and I try to make them more than not, even if it's a, the whole idea is what I have found for me, and I'm being told to tell you this, okay, is that when I actually move in and lean into the pain and say thank you God for helping me understand the difference between pain and non-pain the difference between being alive and being nothing now I'm not saying that I don't believe there's an other side where we're going to be totally pain free because I do but in this lifetime I'm here 
to understand pain and to understand forgiveness and to understand moving forward on my path. And so the recommendation here is that, uh, and is that when, and again, they're coming back to birthing a child. It's about it's about when you're birthing a child to be able to move through the pain of childbirth is to is to move deeply into gratitude so that you can actually take yourself almost to a different place. And so what they're suggesting is is to, is to if there are ways that you can take yourself to a different place. Maybe there's a, again, it's about asking a, a friend or a relative to look up in the library. There are mail libra- libraries that you can do through the mail um, where they where you, you have a library card and they, they will mail it to you and then you mail it back to them. Correct. And the idea of getting various meditation tapes that will help you move into your heart and move into the strength of your emotions. And it's really about major forgiveness. What I'm hearing is that um, within your family, you have a lot to forgive. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. And and that that to hold on to those uh, memories or or uh, wrongdoings is only going to make your pain worse. Correct. So, is that what you're working on now? Is to release those? Yes. Okay. Um, and I, I do I, have a therapist that works on the fascia, and he's willing to come out to the house. Uh, you know, when I can afford him, but I can't always afford him. Yeah. And and that's good. So the idea of being grateful for that healer, right? And right. and then um, if you, uh, I was going to tell you the email. All right. If you, um, I don't want to get your address over the phone, but if you had, I had had some information I was going to send you, but um, but I need your address and I don't want to take it over. So maybe you can call back in and give it to my producer. Okay. And. Uh, to protect your How would privacy. I do that? Just, just call BBS? Yeah, the number you called to get in here. Okay. To me. Mm-hmm. That 888-627-6008. Okay. And you oh, just okay. tell him, you give me your first and last name, and then once the show's over, he'll give it to me, or he'll email it to me. Okay, very good. Okay. And then the other piece is, is that... Um, It's it, it's it's about moving back into prayer, mm-hmm. uh, and and reestablishing your relationship with the divine. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you again? Not trying to be personal, but do you, what what do you, are you religious? Are you, is there a deity that you pray to? Uh, just to the divine, you know. I mean, I mean, do you pray to Jesus, or do you pray? Is there, or, or you just pray to the divine, or you pray to the universe, or angels? Uh, just whatever comes up. It could be angels. Okay, good. It could be the All universe. right. So, 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 what, what's going what, what's being said to me, is that, that you're being sent a specific healing angel. 
I'm being sent? You are now being sent a healing angel. Okay, thank you. I appreciate it very much. You're welcome. And, and the way they are suggesting that you work with this healing angel is to talk to the angel and the angel already knows what you need. It's really about you expressing what you want. It has nothing to do with the angel not knowing. It has to do with you getting it out of your body via verbally, energetically, okay? Because because about keeping it inside, and and what I'm also hearing, it's very hard for you to journal because your hands hurt. Exactly. Okay. So the idea is, is that um, I mean, it's not even about the shoulders. It's about you can't even work the fingers to be able to to do that. Correct. So it's so when so you know when your husband is, or when you're alone or whenever you feel comfortable, they're suggesting that you talk to this angel and you and you explain the anger you have to the angel, and no, the angel will this. take it. Do I do this out out loud? Okay. And you have to talk to the angel, and, and this may evoke some emotion. You may cry. Allow that. Please allow yourself to cry from an emotional point of view. This is about yeah, cleansing your able... body. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. What? I seem to be able to cry from an emotional place. You can? That's good. So the idea no. is it's about, did you say you could or you couldn't? Go ahead. I, you cut out, and I couldn't hear you if you said you can cry from an emotional place or you could not. It, I usually cry from a pain place, you know. I mean, it's right. more of a yell. It's more of a, doesn't even sound like a cry. It's more of a, you know. I do know. I do know. Okay. <laughs> I do know. <laughs> I sometimes call it a swear, but <laughs> I do know. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you here. You know, uh, but but the idea here is is that... It's really about allowing yourself to work from a place of of emotion, and then there are uh, the statement I'm going to send you is a written out statement that says, "I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you." And so there's going to be different parts of your body that you're going to focus on. When you're saying that, mm-hmm. yeah, well, uh, hoa or have you said it's a yeah, Exactly, that's exactly right. Where that's yeah. wonderful. Where do you get that information from? Oh, because I've been listening to calls for years, and I heard it on a call. Oh, okay, great. Okay, so yeah, that's exactly right. Hoa And so what happens is, as you focus to each the different parts of your body, memories are going to pop up, and. And it's and those memories are then associated with the pain in that particular part of your body. Mm-hmm. And don't judge how they got there. Don't judge them at all. Just keep on saying that from the depth of your heart. And those and just whatever memory or person or situation comes forward, you, and that's the part of the body that 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 is holding it. You want to be able to say the Ho'oponopono statements. Over and over again until you can't until that portion of it feels complete, and then so you're you're going to need to take a nap, and then do that. What? 
I said, then you're going to take a nap <laughs> because it's a huge clearing. So the idea is, is, is that when you focus the Ho'oponopono on different parts of your body and you move into an emotional state of forgiveness, okay, you may cry. You may, can't, you may not be able to say it anymore. You may just get angry. Allow that stuff. Don't bottle it anymore. Don't bottle it at all, at all anymore, Carol. Okay, but I don't sleep, and I get maybe three hours of sleep a night. But but this may help you sleep. Okay. I understand the pain is there constantly, but I'm saying is you're gonna you're gonna feel emotionally exhausted. You're just gonna have to stop and like close your eyes. Mhm. That's that's what I'm talking about. Taking a nap. You might if you're not able to sleep, then don't sleep. But the but as soon as it's the as soon as you can, you start it up again at a different part of your body. Okay, but if if I do it on one part of my body and it doesn't feel like it's cleared anything, do I just continue with that? That's part right. Of my... Don't 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 judge it. Just allow it. But I mean, if if that doesn't clear, do I do I just stay with that part of my body or do? No, I you can to... move on to a different. Just there was like uh, do it in that part of your body until you don't want to do it anymore. Okay. And then and then if you feel like you just have to close your eyes, just to relax for a moment, do that. And move to another part of your body, and just just keep doing it for the different parts of your body. Okay. And allow those memories to come up, and allow them to clear. Okay. And 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 again, this is not about. This is about just clearing your body and clearing your being, in order for you to be able to to feel better. Okay. Now. You may not feel better for a while. This might take a little time. Right. Or it might ease immediately. It, it, but it's about you doing this over and over again to help your body clear. Now, now if you've listened to the calls, do you understand the st- story behind Dr. Dr. Uh, Lynn? Yes. And how for two years he poured over those files? Yes. Okay. So... So please understand that your physical body and the muscles and the tissues are all holding that anger. Yes. And that's why it you it's it will not help you to say I just did this for an hour I don't feel any different this is not working. Yeah. They're they're suggesting that you continue to continue to continue and move into gratefulness. It's like when you can't do it anymore for that part of your body or whatever, just move into into gratefulness. Thank your angels for showing it to you. Okay. But at the same time, this angel, ask the angel to help you by wrapping your whole body in around with beautiful golden light, golden liquid light. Ask the angel to bring forth this golden healing liquid light to move through your tissues, to move through your joints, to help you relax, to help you open your heart. So does my angel have a name, or does that matter? It doesn't matter. Okay. Names constrict things. You can name your angel, because it'll be a personal name for you. But Mm -hmm. the angel goes nameless because the vibration is so high. Okay. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Okay. All right. 
What questions do you have about this that we've talked about? Uh, uh, I'd like to move to a different area if I may. Okay, go ahead. Sure. I have found my soulmate during all this, and uh, he lives in Montana. And uh, I'd like to know if, if they're saying that he is helping me. You're... How, okay, so you found your soulmate, which is not your husband. Correct. Uh, he lived, uh, we, we were apparently healers in Atlantis. Okay. And we went down together in Atlantis. And you found him how? Uh, through the phone, through listening to a, a call, and he was on the call, and then I called him, you know, because he was a prayer warrior, so I okay. called him. All right. And and so so again so um, what is your question? Is he helping me? Are you paying him? No. Okay. Can you give his first name? Uh, well, he calls himself Eagle, but his name is is you and his actual name. Yes, please. Delbert. Okay. And 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 do you talk to him often? Yes. Okay. Every day, almost. Okay. And so the question is: is is that are you feeling love from this person? Uh, I don't know if I'm capable of feeling love. I guess I have a issue with the uh, male energy. You know, I don't trust men. Okay. But for so so it, is this a romantic relationship or a friendship or they're not uh, showing me anything. That's the reason I'm asking these questions. They're uh, asking these questions to find out what you feel. Well, which you're willing it's to admit, admit to. With him, but not with me. Say I mean, again, what? To, it's romantic with him, but, or that's the way he sees he sees it. But I don't I don't want to see it that way. Okay. So so when you speak together, does he talk about how he's helping you heal? Uh, yeah, he, he just uh, runs energy through me and uh, prays for me. And do you feel that energy well? Yes, very well. And so, so what is your question about what, if you feel the energy, we're just helping you understand this, take a look at it. If you're feeling okay. the energy and it feels good, and you've got, it's, it, because you're married, you probably don't want to feel the, any kind of romantic stuff, right? Correct. It makes me feel guilty. Exactly. And so, it, so if in fact, there's nothing wrong with you telling him that you really appreciate his, the energy that he's sending. Yes, but, I do that all the time. Yep, and, but that you're not interested in being romantic because you have a husband. Yes, yes, we've talked about that many times, but I don't know if it phases him. <laughs> well, but the idea when he starts talking romantically, there's nothing wrong with you, you know, saying, asking him to, to stop. Yeah, I do that too. I say I don't want to go there. Sorry. Exactly, exactly, because because you, what you don't need any more of is guilt. Correct. And or anger or whatever. So the idea here is is that if he talks to you. And does healing for you, 
and it feels good, that's fine. But to keep your boundaries up and don't, it's really important that you not share a lot of personal information with him. Yeah, well, we've already been through that phase, and I won't do that anymore. I mean, I right. don't do that anymore. Right, because, um, yeah, it's not... Uh, but see, yeah. what I went into is him running the energy uh, is painful. Or maybe I'm just, uh, you know, using the wrong word, you know? I thought you just said it felt good. Uh, no, I don't believe I said that. Oh, well, what, I just wanted you, to know if he was helping me because no, that's you, I asked you, does it feel good when he runs the energy? Does it feel like it's helping you? Uh, well, that's why I'm asking. No, the question is, does it? The, qu- the question they want you to answer is, if it's painful, it's not. It doesn't feel good. Well, I guess I guess I would have to say it doesn't feel good then. Then. then then if it doesn't feel good, then it's not helping you. Okay. You know. But see, it, I it, I invoke that energy all the, all the time, also, and it doesn't feel good then. But I always do it because I think it's healing. What does that mean? That it's somehow uh, uh, opening up that tissue, that tissue damage. It doesn't have to feel painful. That's why. Okay, so that's why they're sending angel. So the angel is there to show you that you can you can feel healing without feeling pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. This the the non connectivity is is the is the pain in itself. But when you run energy, when you run energy from a point of love, the energy does, it is not about not feeling good. The energy is about is about feeling more relaxed. Uh-huh. Not painful. Uh-huh. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it's like I, if you're I... if you're getting something from the divine and and the painful the the energy is love, it's not going to be painful. You may want to look at that. In other words, do you run your own energy? Have you looked at Reiki? Yeah, I, I run my own energy all the time. Well, but it, then it has. Then when you're running it, it you, you want to run it with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You want to run it with the Ho'oponopono, and if you can, find somebody who does Reiki who's willing to run it for you. Well, this uh, soulmate runs does Reiki. Not if it hurts, it doesn't. Yeah. See, the idea is that this is not a if this is not a, a comfortable relationship, and what you're feeling is pain. It's not. It's not helping you. Mm-hmm. I think so that's why I you just... ask the question. You just want a, confer- a confirmation that it's not helping you. You're afraid to even admit that. Does that make so sense? I do. I just cut the relationship altogether because you know I don't have too much. Uh interaction with people so right no and that and that and that but there's nothing wrong with having a relationship as long as you have your boundaries well what are you you the whole idea is deciding why you have this relationship i mean there might be a time of you try to when you talk where he doesn't have to run the energy and you just Uh talk about stuff Uh 
right? Yeah, I guess that's... I can just tell him I don't want him running energy anymore because... Uh, it doesn't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just try that, okay? Uh, okay. Is that helpful, Carol? I hope it's going to be. Yeah, let me know how it works, okay? Okay. And... Uh, so you want to... You're on again in two weeks? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that it's not next week, it'll be the week after. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, give, but be sure and do the Ho'oponopono and and be sure and, and start working on the forgiveness and the love. Uh-huh. And when and something that happens that makes you feel angry... You you have to just really acknowledge that it feels angry. It's really about not burying anything anymore. Uh-huh. You cannot you you can't bury your emotions. You have to talk about. You have to tell people how you feel. Do you understand? Yeah, but I can't always do that with my husband because he he's. You know he's going through so much himself, and he just gets angry with me, and then you know, it just doesn't doesn't work me to even talk to him about you know what I'm feeling. But but do you understand that if you bottle it up, it's going to be worse, not better. Uh, yeah, I guess I understand that, but uh... so if you can't talk to him, talk to yourself. All right. The idea is it's about it's about speaking your truth. You know, maybe there's a way you can get a tape recorder or something like that and speak into the tape recorder. But realistically, talk to your angel. Mm-hmm. And just listen. When you talk to your angel, be aware enough to just stop and listen to what the angel has to say. Sometimes the angel will speak back and sometimes the angel won't. Yeah. But the idea is you've got to get it out of your body because the more yeah. you pent up the stuff, the worse it gets. Yeah. Well, you know, people tell me, you know, your body will talk to you, to you, but I've never experienced that. Your body's talking to you all the time in pain, kiddo. Yeah, I know. But that's all that's how it's talking to you. Yeah. So the idea is, is it's really about talking back in love. And when you get angry, there's nothing wrong with being angry. And, and and speaking your truth in anger, but it's also about moving into. I mean, there's you know you have a roller coaster of emotions you're dealing with. Right. What they're saying is stop burying it. You have to yeah. speak it. You have to get it out of your body. All right. Okay. 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 Well, I got to close. Okay. Well, I, I want to thank you for calling in. Appreciate oh, well, you. I'll send you many blessings. All right, thank you. All right, and dear. you you still want me to call and give the address? Yeah, you call right? call back and get and give him the the address and telephone number. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Blessings to you, Carol. Okay. Bye bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're really happy that that Carol called in. Chronic pain is something that many of us deal with, and it's hard, and it's hard to find forgiveness. Because we we are in such sometimes it's um it's such a cycle that it's very hard for us to acknowledge. 
So it's over. It's after nine, so I have to go. <laughs> nine here in Ohio, that is. Uh, I want to thank you all for listening. I'd like you to send beautiful, loving um, energy to Carol in Kansas. Um, that that her healing will uh, come forward. That she's able to love herself and forgive those who have hurt her in the past. So I'm going to close the records now. Uh, If you would like to talk to me personally off the air, my phone number is 216-392-5490. And I look forward to speaking with you. Next time I'm going to be on the air is, gosh, August already, isn't it? Wow. Um, Or is it? I have to look at my calendar. Oh, my goodness. No, it, yeah, it's uh, it's actually July 31st. Oh, and I wanted to tell you guys about this, and I forgot. Uh, if you're still listening, we're doing a, a, a Level 1 workshop, the 30th and 31st, and we're going to be doing a Skype class on the 6th and 7th of August. Okay. Um, I hope you have a wonderful week. This is Donna Fox saying thanks for listening. So I'm going to close the records by saying I want to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for all their wonderful healing information. We ask all those who are listening, may their hearts be opened, their burdens be lifted, and may you truly look into the mirror and see into the heart of the divine. And with that, we close the records by saying amen, amen, amen. The records are now closed if you'll join me in saying amen. Good night, everybody. Have a miracle-filled week. Bye-bye.